0: God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing.
1: This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. Kyle Warson the outside. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. Slider for the lead and the win. He tagged the cook and drive race right to the line. Who got it? Give it to Rico. With your host. NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D Welch, and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right. i got yeah, out there. Yeah. Oh, that stupid-ass yeah. flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food.
2: look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cooked perfectly.
1: Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food.
2: When you're talking a, a meal, like people well, I'm about die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken.
1: It's Heavy Lunch, Tyler Burnett.
2: It's episode 44 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. Today we welcome in Alex Bowman, driver of the Ally Chevrolet and the NASCAR Cup Series and getting ready to be the driver of the Ally Sprint Car. D. Welsh this week as he's getting ready to take on seven races. I'm, I'm sure that's going to be fun for the fans to be able to see that locally uh, in Ohio and, and in Indiana and other places that he's running
1: yeah dude great looking race car you know first of all uh as all of alex's stuff is you know he takes a lot of pride in, in his stuff looking good and and this car certainly is no exception so um yeah it'll be cool you know he's uh he's never raced a wing sprint car before you know not not his background you know he was he was a pavement midget guy um you know coming up up through the ranks and, and ran a little bit of dirt midget stuff but um you know, certainly doesn't have the, the winged background that a lot of guys do. So, um, no, it's going to be a challenge for him. You know, he's said that before that, you know, it's going to be tough. But that's the point of it. You know, he wants to wants to try to make himself better on Sundays, and he's going to uh, going to give it a whirl this week.
2: His teammate is King Kyle, the 37th, winning the Kings Royal at Eldora Speedway. That's Kyle Larson. Um, I think that Hendrick Motorsports really made a turnaround this year. Uh because of adding Kyle, but also with Chad Kanous um stepping off the crew chief box and kind of looking at all of the cars as a whole. And um they have just been extremely fast. Now, I know the new cars coming here uh soon, but this year they really have a good shot to win a championship. And and what's cool about Hendrick D. Welch is that Chase and Kyle and Alex Bowman and these boys are being allowed to run on the dirt.
1: Yeah, I, I love it. You know, I, mean, I think it's um obviously for, you know, us in our world as, as, dirt racing people, it's, it's awesome to see that kind of crossover, you know, guys that are winning, you know, cup races that are, you know, coming to, coming to race dirt, you know, is, is obviously great for this part of the sport. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's, you know, again, it's a, it's a kudos to, to Hendrick and, and everybody who's in charge of making those decisions that lets these guys go do it. You know, I think that, um, you know, there's there's other teams out there that don't see the value of it. They don't understand it. And I, you know, for Hendrick, luckily, all they've got to do is look at, you know, look at one of their drivers to I think see the value of of letting their drivers go and and just race other things. Not even not even just dirt, but you know, allowing them to just go race other stuff. Um, you know, keeps them fresh and it you know keeps them from just one and running one race a week. So um, I love it. You know, I, I love that those guys have have kind of been given the, the, the flexibility to do that. And, and I love too, that, you know, guys like Chase and Alex are willing to put themselves out there and do it. You know, it's, it's, you know, Chase obviously has no experience running anything dirt. Alex has a little more, but um, you know, still not a ton. So uh, I love that they're challenging themselves, uh, uh, you know, in that way and and are willing to, willing to do it.
2: Let's get into our Sundollar Restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by Sundollar Restoration. You can visit them at Sundollar. .net. Of course, they water, fire, mold, restoration. Um, get a hold, They'll get a hold of your insurance company, and they'll take care of everything. You won't have to pay a dime. Uh, your insurance company will pay for all your restoration needs. They're based in uh, Carmel, Indiana, and they take care of the greater Indianapolis area. That's sundollar.net. This is the Sundollar hat shake. Spencer based in one at Attica with the World of Outlaws. We, I believe we mentioned. No, we did not mention that one last week, did we? Dason Persley he was on won. our show the night of. That's right. The day of. That's right. Day of. He was on our show, and then that night, won at Attica. So congratulations to uh, Spencer Based and and Persley won at Red Dirt Raceway uh, with a USAC National Midget Series. It was his first of his career. Eldora Speedway. We saw Carson Macedo win the first night, and then we had rain, and then Sunshine won the Kings Royal, the 38th Kings Royal. And then Kyle Larson won the 37th, and then Macedo went uh, back to victory lane again the final night at Eldora. Um, your takeaways from the Kings Royal? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just glad for them that they
1: got everything in. You know, I mean, I, I think that uh, that was a a tall task to get all four of those races in, and and you know, obviously they were, uh, you know, they had to be flexible with with plans and everything, but. Uh, just glad they got everything in, you know, it looked like a freaking amazing weekend. I mean, you were there Ty, so I'm sure you can, you can attest, but you know, on, on dirt vision and everything, I mean, it looked like it was a great crowd and, and looked like, um, the energy in that place as always was, was through the roof. So, um, glad that, you know, they're all caught up on everything now they, that they got them both in and, um, you know, two guys that obviously are great stories ended up, you know, winning the, the two bigger races. So I don't think you can ask for more than that.
2: Tanner Thorson back to victory lane at Solomon Valley Raceway. That was on flow. Uh, Colby Copeland, a winner. Chase McDermott won. Um, Thorson back to victory lane at Jefferson County Speedway. That was two um, USAC National Midget wins for uh, Thorson over the weekend. Williams Grove, Freddie Raymer won. Uh, let's see. Steven Shebester another victory. Colby Copeland, again, at Cottage Grove. Um, Larson, we mentioned he is the – King at King's Royal, and then Emerson Axum winning a USAC National midget race. Uh, did you see that race? That was uh, a little bit controversial there from Emerson. They,
1: they had a couple of those uh, out there. You know, a couple that were that got all the uh, the keyboard cowboys all fired up there. So that's uh, that seems to be the, the mantra with midget racing these days. Who is your hat shake? So and I was going to double up this week. I was going to give one to Kaylee Bryson because I felt like she was. Really fast out there um, and just kind of didn't get the results that, you know, I think she certainly was capable of in the car for one, you know, for one reason or another, you know, she kind of got screwed up with a lap car there on one of those nights and then uh, got used up on one of the other nights. Um, and then I was going to give one to, to Spencer too. I mean, just because, you know, not only did he win the Doty, but was super good at Eldora both nights, you know, the day, were day race and the rubber came from the back and had an issue that, you know, dropped him down the order. But then obviously the night race did the same thing charged through the field and I think ended up in the top five somewhere. So, um, really good, you know, rolling in that 11 car, you know, I think, you know, again, something he does well, he takes advantage of opportunities when he gets presented with them, you know, and, good stuff. And, um, you know, certainly proving proving that he's a,
2: a worthy candidate to, to be a full-time guy. A Good one. Um, maybe I'll double up too. I'll take sunshine uh, for winning 175 grand and proving that he is a wing driver now. Uh, so congratulations to, uh, the boys, Jake Argo and, um, those guys over there at Clawson Marshall Racing for winning 175 dollars in that. And then also Paul Silva, Papa Sweet, and those boys who welded up Larson's car after he trashed it after the first race uh, and then uh, went out and won it. I think Paul Silva said in victory lane, that thing is a hunk of shit, and he literally just won with it. Like, <laughs> it's no joke. I mean, he can take literally anything to the front. So those are our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat shakes of the week, D Welch. This week, it's Indiana Sprint Week, one of your favorite weeks of the year. Um, tell me about Indiana Sprint Week and what makes it one of the best weeks of the year.
1: Oh man, it, it's it's so fun. I mean, not only is it great racing, but I think the thing that's cool about it, you know, is that you know a lot of these big events—Chili Bowl, Knoxville Nationals, Kings Royal—everybody's in one spot. Uh, but sprint week, you know, it's nine, nine nights and you, you're traveling, you know, it's, it's, it's a circus. I mean, you're literally, but you're literally going up and down the road, you know, from different places, uh, night to night. And I think that's, that's an added element. That's super cool about it is that it's not just in one place. You get to go to all these different racetracks with different characteristics and you've got to be great over the course of the entire week at every track. So, um, super challenging and rewarding week. I think if you get it right.
2: Bacon, uh, Brady Bacon leads the points right now going into uh, the week. It's Gas City the first night, um, and then you know it kind of moves down the list for the United States Auto Club National Sprint Car Series. Tim Truex will be there. Those loud pedal videos back in the day really made Sprint Week, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. They were. That's that's what gets everybody excited about it. So T Rex will be shooting uh, some slow mo this week check out indiana sprint week um seven nights of racing coming up for the united states auto club national sprint car series it's going to be a good time you can check that out all live on flow racing alex bowman is next this is episode 44 of the loud pedal podcast on flow racing our presenting sponsor of the loud pedal podcast it's quick pits and quickpits.com it's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand truck Jeep I'm getting ready to get me a Jeep so I'm excited about that uh, Jeep auto a- and ATV with fast free shipping to your door use promo code flow sports at checkout for additional savings that's quick pits. Welcome back to the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. We're joined now by Alex Bowman, who drives for Hendrick Motorsports, but is getting ready to take on seven races in his sprint car uh, in the two off off weeks here during the Olympics. Uh, Alex, you excited? I know uh, talking to Leary at Eldora, um, he he says it's very hard. It's very challenging. I'm sure you probably feel the same way.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm really excited. Um, you know, I feel like people think I have more of a dirt background than I really do. Um, Obviously, run Chili Bowl a bunch of times and grew up racing midgets, but most of it was on pavement. So um, I always wanted to be better on dirt than I was. And I felt like as dirt kind of clicked for me, I got hurt in 2010 and then kind of stopped running dirt. So uh, for me it's something that like I didn't get as good at as I wanted to be uh, so going back and doing it is something that I've always wanted to do um, I've never raced a an all-wing spread car so a wing spread car is extraordinarily out of my uh, comfort zone but um, I always wanted to do it I feel like It's maybe one of the race cars that can actually make me a better race car driver on Sunday just because they're so fast and things happen so quickly. Um, I think it can make me a better race car driver. So really low expectations uh, other than, you know, learning as much as I can and uh, enjoying it. And you got to test uh,
1: yesterday. So and, and I know you you turned some laps at Charlotte at the end of the year last year, but uh how was how was yesterday and your your first
0: kind of you know real laps getting ready for a race yeah um was eventful i uh i haven't talked to you since since that um i haven't i don't know i feel like people are gonna find out regardless of if i say it on here if i try to show up and act like it didn't happen so um the test actually it went okay we were pretty tight kind of stagger option limited trying to test on old tires but um other than just struggling being a little tight i felt really good about things um all of a sudden the race car started turning way better and i was like man this is awesome well it started turning better cuz the left rear tire was losing air and getting into turn 3 uh the left rear tire decided to completely explode and wadded it up pretty good oh no yeah so um that race car had I don't know, 25 laps on it and we're throwing it in the dumpster and we stayed here till three o'clock this morning and put together, uh, the car that CJ ran at Eldora, rewrapped it, um, kind of changed everything over that we could get changed over and went through it. And, um, we're still thrashing on it right now. So, uh, <laughs> definitely more eventful than I would have liked, but I felt really good in the race car. Um, I felt like, the hardest part for me was arcing the entry. Like I was really shallow on all my entries, but I was really tight. So I felt like, you know, when we get to the racetrack and feel, I feel like I can actually turn when I get there rather than having to kind of shake the car to turn it. Um, maybe I'll do a little better at that, but that was the hardest part for me. But yeah, left rear tire completely exploded on entry. Like all that was left on the wheel, um, was the sidewall on the Beatlock side. So wow. uh, it blew the arm guard off as soon as it happened and kind of just turned backwards and plugged it in the fence straight backwards and broke the left side frame rail in a couple spots and pushed everything forward. So I'm totally fine. I uh, got another race car ready to go, but definitely would have liked to get more than 25 laps and um, would have liked to race the race car that I planned on racing, but uh, didn't quite go that way.
1: Was that, I mean, was that like just a, I mean, like a freak failure or like, I mean, that's, that's weird. Like why did you know why it happened?
0: Um, I think I just ran something over. Uh, we cut a right rear uh, on the first run, just ran something over when we came in It went flat. So I think it was just going flat and I got like, it started turning better. So obviously, you know, losing air, gaining stagger and, and the car started driving better. So um you know i guess just luck of the draw and when it's decided to blow up like typically i I guess from talking to people they blow up and it kills the wing and um kill the arm guard and and whatnot but not when it's on entry you know it just it exploded as soon as i set the car so it just rotated and plugged it in the fence that place is pretty narrow so it was pretty unfortunate it was a big bummer and was a long night for a lot of people last night um a bunch of guys from the 48 car came and helped uh too tall from the 24 car came and helped and um isaiah Droud came and wrapped it for me and uh we all bust our butts all night getting the thing ready so couldn't uh wouldn't have been able to go without their help so super appreciative of that but big bummer
1: yeah that's a that is a bummer sorry dude
0: oh uh, it's Luck of the draw, I guess. Stuff happens. Just uh, hopefully that's our bad luck out of the way.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least it. I guess at least if it's going to happen, it didn't happen while you guys were out there on the road.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we had this other car sitting here, um, but obviously it raced five nights last week, and uh, we kind of just rolled it in the shop and pushed it in the corner and rolled the other one out. So it was a, a long night getting it cleaned up and ready to go. But uh, I'm excited to get to Circle City tomorrow
2: obviously guys like Larson make wing racing look, you know, easy, uh, which is, it's not, it's, it's the hardest, you know, probably dirt racing there is. Why, why wing racing for you? I mean, what, is it the challenge or what, what, what are you seeking
0: here? And then doing this? Um, the thing I'm seeking is to make myself a better race car driver. I feel like they're so fast and runs happen so quickly. Restarts are so crazy you have to worry about a lot of the same things you do in the cup car with dirty air and, and how the air works. Um, so I feel like it's, I don't feel like getting in a midget is gonna make me a better race car driver on Sundays. Like it might, I might get more comfortable in a dirt midget than I am and, and get better at, at running a dirt midget. But I feel like a wing sprint car is gonna slow everything else down so much that it'll make me better on Sundays. and um and that's really what i'm looking for in it like i'm not gonna go run top 10 even you know like i'm just hoping to make the show everywhere i go and hopefully i picked races that don't have super high car counts and i can actually make the show but um yeah i mean it's not like i'm oh kyle kyle goes and wins all these wing races i'm gonna go do that too it's not that at all um you know i just it is that i i think it makes Kyle a better race car driver on Sundays. Um, and I got to compete with him. And now we're in the same equipment. So I'm doing all I can to uh, to set my game up as well.
1: As the addition of Kyle to Hendrick, has that changed the dynamic of like what you, the rest of you guys, Chase and you and, and even William are allowed or encouraged to do like i know chase you know at the end of last year like after his championship you know was running obviously the midget and you know ran late model races and stuff but like has is that something that rick has been okay with for a while it just hasn't ever come up with you guys that you've wanted to do other stuff or like has kyle kind of allowed some more flexibility in that sense
0: yeah i mean i think i think kyle helped that but at the same time um I think we've all watched Jeff Gordon fall back in love with dirt racing. You know that was something that I don't know five years ago you didn't see Jeff Gordon going to dirt tracks all the time, and now oh. he's going to Knoxville and driving a midget and and doing all these things. Um, and I think he sees how important it is uh, to us as drivers and as people, but also he sees how much better it makes guys like Kyle and and like Christopher and. Um and how honestly, I think it can help us on Sundays. So, um, you know, it's definitely uh, it's definitely a nice change. I'm all I'm all for it. Um, you know the the flip side of that is don't get hurt. That was I had to make that phone call right away yesterday. I'm like, oh, I just jumped this thing. people are gonna find out. I gotta tell the boss. so I had to talk to the boss and talk to Mr. Andrews and talk to Jeff Gordon and um luckily it was uh it was not a, a big deal and, and we're ready to go again
2: good larson junk one at the king's royal too so i'm sure that yeah was... they fixed his though
0: i don't know that we're <laughs> fixing this thing it is uh it's pretty ugly but um just one of those deals i mean worst possible timing for it to have blown like that but um you know concrete walls don't move and Uh, The car did its job. It moved. So I I'm not sore or anything at all, but race car moved a lot. So it's pretty twisted up.
2: I know you spent a lot of time on a simulator uh, over over the years and trying to get the opportunity that you have right now. Um, Did you ever think that this would be something, you know, a chance at a championship winning this many races? Did you ever think in the back of your mind that this was possible?
0: No, not at all. you know, I would have thought that running like I mean, maybe in 2010, 11, 12, you know, I'm just going to keep winning races and it's not going to be hard, like going to ARCA, win a bunch, get an Xfinity car, be successful right off the bat. Like I thought it was, it was just going to kind of continue to be that way. Um, I'd say 2013, 14, 15 got humbled in a hurry. Like, uh, I I didn't understand how hard it was at this level, how equipment based it is at this level. And, um, you know, I think all those things that I went through in those years and then time in the simulator and all that uh, made me appreciate where I'm at way more than if it was easy along the way. You know, I think I'm um, a better race car driver from it and a, a better person from it. So it wasn't easy, uh, but super appreciative to be where I'm at. And get to work with a brand like ally and and drive the 48 car it's so cool um andrea from ally just randomly texted me and and wanted to become a part of the spread car program like it's so cool to have a a partner like that that's all in on on everything that uh that you're into so it's been a lot of fun like that and uh it's it's pretty neat
1: yeah, that's what I think's the coolest part about it is even like with Kyle's deal, you know, Hendrickcars.com is going to be on his, you know, is on his sprint car now and you've got you've had Valvoline and you know all of these corporate, you know, cup team sponsors that want to be part of your dirt program. Like I'm I'm sure that, you know, not only is it cool, but I I think it probably makes you feel good too, right? That they value that enough that they want to uh, be they want to be associated with the program that you've built.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been really neat, you know, um, they're all in it. They're, they're taking it really seriously. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's great content for them, uh, you know, to kind of fill these two off weeks. But at the same time, it was kind of funny. I think, I think they just thought it. I'd be like, Kyle and go win. And I had to be like, no, I've never done this before. Not going to run good, but we're going to have fun. So um, it's, it's been neat to see them learn about dirt racing. Cause you know, you take a bunch of people that have lived in the NASCAR world on the marketing side of it and, um, throw them, throw them wings per car racing. They're, uh, they're as out of their element as, as I am getting in the race car. So it's, uh, it's been cool to kind of learn about it with them.
2: Have you talked to like, I mean, the conversations with CJ, like, You know, he's probably not all that happy with the way he's been running in the car. But at the same time, they were better at the Kings Royal. Um, Like, what have you had to like talk him off the ledge a little bit? I mean, because it has been pretty challenging for him. Yeah, you
0: know, I think I think he thought it was going to probably come quicker than it has. Um, But at the same time, I think we're continuing to improve every time the thing hits the racetrack. Uh, I think that first Kings Royal, if they run it at night and the track's not dead slick. We'd probably make the show, um, which would have been huge for us, you know, but uh, obviously qualified pretty decent and and at times had some speed. So I think it's just hard for him. Dirty air is something he's never had to deal with in his life. And um, for me, like, I know what it's like in a cup car, but I don't know what it's like in a wing car. And, and talking to Kyle, they sound super similar in how they react, but um, CJ has none of that experience, right? So trying to learn that is tough. Um, we haven't taken him anywhere easy, right? Like we could have found much easier places to go start than we did. Um, you know, the Ohio local shows or between Ohio and Pennsylvania, it doesn't get any harder than that. So going to places like Attica and, and Fremont are tough. He's really good at Fremont. Um, Hates Attica struggles really bad there, but when they were there for the outlaw show, like they made a lot of progress, they qualified terrible and put themselves in a hole, but you know, between the heat race and the B they, they went forward pretty hard and um they actually felt really good leaving there. So, you know, going to Kings Royal where there's 61 cars and they're the best in the, in the country and you're going up against them and you, qualify 18th and um, just get a bad start and it kind of ruins ruins your night. I feel like that's still doing better than than plenty of people would be in their, I don't know, 10th wing sprint car start ever. So um, I, it's just, it's hard. And, and I feel like it's gonna be hard for me too. So I understand where he's coming from. He's been super positive. And I think having Joe Gertie working here Helping him has is, is been a big help because you know the car's typically really, really close to, to where it needs to be, and, um, and he gives he gives CJ a good piece to try to learn with. So we're getting there, we're making progress, um, but it is not easy. And I think you know we kind of, we race like twice, and then we take a, a month, and he runs a gnawing car, and then we race twice again. It's hard for him to go back and forth, um, and I feel like he like gets back up to speed and then jumps back in an all-wing car for a month. So, uh, it's tough when you only, I think he's only running 24 races this year. So, um, it's not easy.
1: You're with your schedule. You obviously can't be at all of the races, but you're, I mean, you're a pretty hands-on guy. Like you're, you know, obviously you're going to race it, but you're not just a car owner. Like you, you know, I, I know you work on your stuff, so what's the value for you of being able to get in your own equipment and drive it and just kind of get a baseline feel of of where the program as like a big picture even like business you know type thing is at? you know what i mean
0: yeah i think it's it's cool um you know i feel like i'm not a good guy to evaluate where the program's really at because the 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 steering wheel holder is probably going to be the biggest issue this weekend but um, at the same time, you know, it's, it helps me kind of understand where CJ is coming from with some things um, that, that he fights, you know, like arcing the corner, stock car, it's like you, to me, you just arc the corner. Like, it's not a weird thing to do, but when you're like driving right front first, into a corner a dirt car it's like the weirdest thing and it, it's really it was super difficult I mean I only got 25 laps yesterday but it was difficult for me to try to try to accomplish and he's really struggled with that you know he kind of shallows up the entry like you do in an all-wing car and like if you're if you're going to rip the bottom like he's really shallow on entry and, and the wing guys have this like massive arc and um, and drive it quite a bit differently. So like just being able to like understand where he's coming from with that, um, kind of makes me understand, uh, understand things a little better. So I think it's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm probably not the best to evaluate, uh, where our race cars are at.
2: <laughs> you got into the, well, back into the pavement midget, uh, scene this year with, uh, Josh wise. How has that gone so far? Are you happy with the way things are going there?
0: yeah we've uh we're gaining on it in a hurry i think we finished seventh fourth and then second so um we're making progress that was actually a car that i felt like i could evaluate well that's that's my wheelhouse and um i i ran some at irp in it and i feel like picked up on some things that josh is too nice and was just dealing with and and we made some things better because of that so um We've got one more race left this year, and uh, we're gonna do all we can to get Josh a trophy. It's been really cool to see him back in a race car, let alone a pavement midget that I own. He was like my childhood hero. So, having him driving that thing is really special. And then also, you know, we go to the racetrack with that thing, and it's myself, Joe Gertie, Michael Lewis, and Josh Wise. Like the names, like, the fact that I get to go to the racetrack with those guys and, and race a pavement midget is nuts. So really cool. Obviously, Michael Lewis was super good in those cars. And after driving, went to work for a lot of great race teams and and uh, having him turn the wrenches on that thing is really cool.
1: How long before Alex Bowman Racing has two pavement cars in the in the shop?
0: Uh man, I don't I don't know that you could get Bob to build another one. So uh, well, shoot,
1: there's so many out there, just go get one.
0: Yeah, I know. This one is uh, – I built this car in 2010, I guess, um, and it only had three races on it, and it just sat. So we kind of just refreshed it and went from there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I feel like Casey at IRP has done a phenomenal job and done – literally everything you can to try to rejuvenate pavement midget racing i mean the purses are solid the next the next race the purse is phenomenal um you know he does a great job with with how he runs the program everything's been really good and i guess i'm still just like i don't want to build another car and then not be able to race it right so um i'm really hoping that after these four races next four races this year um get an idea of how much we're going to be able to race next year because the cars are special. I mean, you drove them. They're, they're, in my opinion, the coolest race cars in the world. So, uh, seeing that thing sit for as long as it did sucked and it's, it's really cool to, uh, at least be able to get to race that one again.
2: Are you guys planning a trip back to the chili bowl this year?
0: Yeah, man. Chili bowl can't happen without us. We're, we're the life of the party. So, um, for sure uh, i'm gonna have three cars there this year which is is gonna be a lot of fun i'm gonna get back behind the wheel and then have jake and cj so um gonna be a good time probably gonna change things up uh quite a bit we struggled a lot this year which we hadn't really ever struggled in that building we've been pretty successful for racing the midget once a year you know typically putting at least one car in the show um, and all of a sudden we're, uh, we're in like the D and B main this year. So um uh, going to change it up a little bit. Just try to be better, really better prepared and, and ready to go when we get there.
1: Yeah. they got to show up, Ty. We don't, we, we need Colorado bulldogs. We're not going yep. to have that cooler stuff. Yeah. Not going to have anybody to drink with.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all know that my trailer is the fun trailer.
1: That was the very first, that was my very first stop after I got destroyed this past year was Alex Bowman Racing's trailer. Cause I knew they'd have a beer in there for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, you know that event's really cool. Somebody asked me, you know, what it would mean to win that, that race. And I'm like, man, as big of a deal as the chili bowl is, and as cool as it is, like, I don't really go there with, Like I I put everything I can into that program and I feel like my cars are really nice and we do a good job and like, I'm all in on it, but like, I just want to make the show. Like as long as we make the show, I'm pretty happy if we want to be cool, but like, we're kind of there to drink beer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Most people are, so
0: you're not alone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's true. Have you been impressed with uh, how fast chase was in that thing?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, he struggled in Tulsa, but at Millbridge, when he drove past CJ on the fence, I was, one, making fun of CJ, because Chase has never driven a midget before, but two, super impressed with Chase. So, um, that was that was really cool. You know, he did a great job and adapted really, really well, especially at Millbridge. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what happened at red dirt sounded like they had some car issues and, um, a couple things. I know that was a new, new race car when he went out there last week with the USAC stuff, but, uh, yeah, he, he is a phenomenal race car driver. Like he, he gets the job done solidly and it's cool to see him get in something that like, like I'm getting a Wayne Sprint car and I, I raced a midget a little bit. So I like, kind of have somewhat of a similar idea of what to expect he got in something that like he's never driven anything remotely close to and hauled ass right off the bat so that was uh that was really cool to see yeah that's what i
1: that's what i think and even with your situation like you guys both are going into this knowing that you're not gonna win like it's gonna and it's gonna be hard you know but like that's that's the point of it right you know is is you go into it because you want to learn and you want to get better and and it's not you know you don't worry about ego or perception or whatever it's just something you want to go do because it's fun and you want to get better and I think that's that's like to me that's the coolest part about it is that you guys just want to race you know and I, I think that's I think that's
0: awesome yeah for sure I mean I think like I am really opening myself up to some internet hate here like I uh I can already imagine who the first Twitter one's going to be but um it's uh it's one of those deals like I probably have the best equipment at these races uh, at least you know this the the same level as the best cars there probably have the best crew chief at these races so you know the car is going to be right um so I don't have any excuses other than I don't have a freaking clue what I'm doing. So, uh, just, you know, trying to learn and and all that's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, I hope it makes me a better race car driver. And, um, you know, I've never, luckily I've never once said that, um, spread car guys or midget guys or any of those guys have it easy. So I didn't open myself up there, but, um, it is freaking hard like i can tell you after the 25 laps yesterday like it is really really hard and i am going to struggle a lot and some people aren't going to understand why i'm struggling and they're going to say well see he sucks but um i'm going to have fun anyway
2: i'm sure it'll be fun good talking to you uh congratulations on the success this year and all the wins and want one of you guys will get one of those championship uh within the cup series that'd be nice right winning your hometown would be pretty cool
0: yeah that'd be really cool um we're terrible there (laughs) i we had one good race there in 2016 and everybody's like oh we're going to phoenix you're so good there i don't think we have a top 10 since then um we've really really struggled there we've had good runs and crash um we've had electrical failures we've had all kinds of stuff happen there so um to get back on, on track and, and be in contention for a championship at phoenix would be amazing just to go to phoenix and have a good day would be amazing you know it's it's been a place that is so close to winning at and then um uh, struggled out for so long it, it'd be cool to go home and, and just have a good solid day but yeah it's uh it's been a great year with hendrick motorsports winning three races early in the year and um being as good as we have been it's it's amazing, you know, great race cars, ton of work from everybody in the shop. And, um, you know, we moved some people around and and that's been great, you know, Chad moving around and um, Rudy and, and Kyle coming on board, like new faces. Everybody's been been great and, and a great ad for the company. So um, it's been so fun. I, if you would have told me that I would have won at Richmond, I would have absolutely laughed like nonstop at you, like by far our worst racetrack between Richmond and Loudon, And uh, we won Richmond and just ran top 10 at Loudon. So uh, things aren't going too bad.
2: Yeah. I was going to say, I think, what was it last year? You were like, we are t- like, you were so pissed off at Richmond. The one, the one time I talked to you there, cause you were just, you guys were miserable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a year there. We just ran 25th all day, like Hendrick Carr running 25th, like, And as a company, we, we've struggled there. Like Kyle this year ran 20th all day, you know, like something, we just missed it there for so long. And we tried something this year and and it worked. Um, you know, I think a lot of what we struggled with me there is I try to roll the center of the corner too fast and, um, you know, do all these like momentum based racing things just from growing up. And, I didn't race stock cars on short tracks growing up so the short track thing is is the tougher thing for me than like the mile and a half of the big tracks are but um yeah greg has done a good job kind of he doesn't try to get me to drive it any different he just tries to get the car to work for me and, and we're finally seeming to click on it at the short tracks
1: cool, cool. all right cool. man well good yeah good luck this
0: week hope it goes uh goes smoother than than yesterday for sure at least yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I hope so too, because I don't have any more race cars. So, um, yeah, we'll see if we can fix the one in the shop and uh, hopefully we don't need it though.